Recording. Are we going to go live? We just go live early? Fuck it. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Screw it. Let's see if my internet holds up this time. It's way better already. Uh, it's a 50-foot Ethernet cable, courtesy of Amazon. Are we recording? We are recording. So All this right. is live on iTunes right now. This is live on the tunes? It is. Oh, and, man. And Google Podcasts. I put it up there. Do you too. think that every time we start a podcast like this, the people that, like the 12 people that download our podcast are like, you think they know by now when they're live and when they're not live, these idiots. <laughs> we definitely don't. Joe Rogan would never stand for this idiocy in their production room. If we mention Joe Rogan, do we have to pay some sort of penalty to Spotify? <sighs> Did you see what he signed for? A lot of money, I hope. Yeah, like 20 million. Good for him. Way to go, Joe. You went from hosting a crappy television cable show to... Dude, Facebook has changed the way they do this. Okay. Okay, well, I'm just going to run with this. Okay, clapped out. Podcast. What is it, episode 14? I don't know. I stopped paying attention. I'm Episode 14? I think it's episode 15, bro. We think. No, I think it's 15. Let's do 15. I'm going to keep the we think on the end. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah, it's 15. And here we go. Go live. We are live. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Everybody, everybody wants kung fu fighting. <laughs> Those cats were song. fast as lightning. That's all I know. Why is your internet so crappy now? It's not. It immediately got grainy. No, I don't think it got grainy. I think you overloaded the mic with your voice. My voice has nothing. First of all, you can't overload anything with these vocal cords. It's the perfect <laughs> amount of load. <laughs> they, they just take loads all my load to My load <laughs> to internet ratio is very good nowadays. It's very uh, decent, my, very decent. My vocal cords are used to taking tremendous loads. There's it's no way lot. I could overload them. Oh, okay. Okay. You're going to make it like that? That's how you're going to make it? Ugh. Just ugh. Just ugh. With the side of ugh. Oh, cool. Dane Cook called wants a joke back, idiot. Stupid <laughs> moron. Stupid <laughs> moron. Fell off my dinosaur. So, again, another quote from a movie. Cool. I know. I, I, we did talk about how we, we should No, 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 no. That. You talked about that. I didn't agree. <laughs> I love quoting terrible films. And, and, and you don't like it. And you're like, we're not original if we're quoting. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so... I have so much animosity towards you today. Why? It's just our relationship. I mean, I don't... It just... I'll be I'm, honest. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going to holler him out because he's a good dude and he's in the comments and we accidentally almost invited him, but... Don't don't say we! Hi, why I, are you... I, 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 <laughs> hi, like, Robert. On, dude. Robert Young. Hi. We almost. We're going to talk... Uh, I'm going to talk all about you and your products in this podcast here so if you're if you get some free time stick around yes it's gonna be very good yes <clears throat> all right right uh i gotta grab a drink so i'm gonna be right back you hold it down the fort oh all right so bro my my... favorite thing <laughs> because you don't know how to be alone <laughs> so logan thinks i don't know how to be alone but he is completely wrong in that so uh we're gonna talk this week about well, a couple of things. Number one, we got a bunch of new merch, but we'll throw that down your face at the end of this podcast. The other thing is the absolutely... So like last week's episode was called Automotive Anxiety, and this week's episode should be called Automotive um, Over It or Fed Upness. I don't, I don't know what the actual term should be for that, but... I have been ran through the absolute ringer this week. So we, we, we talked last week about, you know, when you try to turn your passion into something that you do more than just like for fun. And I have felt obligated to multiple companies to get this car out and run in 2020. Like 2020 has been a complete, absolute, for lack of better words, shit show. With the guys are racing. I'm Thank back. God he's back. So... I knew like, street Shut cars up. and Justin Keith decided to come to Rocky. Oh, you muted me. Did you mute me? I did not mute you. You're still in here. You're just talking uh, in your mouth. So <laughs> back. were you scared? No, not at all. Shouldn't be. You're on scare tactics. No. 
So I was just getting into about how 2020 has been a complete shit show uh, with regards to racing. And uh, when when Justin Keith and Chase announced that they were coming to North Carolina with Streetcar Takeover, a fire got lit under my ass. I was like, this is the event we have to go to. We're going to get ready for it. And we're going to go there. And I'm going to try to knock it out of the park for all the companies that we've been dealing with on this thing. So um, this story starts what about two weeks ago this is why we didn't do a podcast last week because i was uh, stop stop it man stop saying we me god dang well, dude pass and blame the reason we didn't do a podcast was me right clint yeah all right now you you, make- you could have done a podcast I'm an angel you, I'm an you angel. decided not to <laughs> so Ooh. uh tart I've been thrashing. Like, I wanted to go to Streetcar Takeover and have a good showing for all the people that we partnered up with on this car and this channel. And because and, I haven't done anything racing. And also, full disclosure, I wanted to absolutely devastate and bury Logan's ET record. It's that not going to happen. And the thing is, like, if you, if you take a look at this analytically, which is a word that Rye can't spell, also a word I don't know what it means. Um, <laughs> you look at it, smatic mystematically um there's a word that means from a uh, from a bleacher or faraway location smatically smatically could be um you're never it's not i don't want to tear down your spirit too much because i kind of like you as a human but you're never going to beat that time i don't even know what the time was that's how little it means to me so even if you do beat it i'll be like, i guess whatever you worked your whole life you're like 62 years old <clears throat> i did it in one pass uh, you're so fucked you have no idea how fucked you are it's like, you know what it is? It's like when Mike Tyson's going to fight someone and, and the dude's just like, I'm the baddest that's ever lived. I can't <laughs> wait to destroy him. And then Mike's like, yeah, I don't care. Let him get in the ring. I'm going to tell him exactly what's going to happen. Remember and the then, one where he's like, I broke my back. And that's I, you. My that's back. you right now. That is you right now. My I'm back is out. broken. My back's broken. The doctor said my, my back's broken. <laughs> um, but yes, I don't think you're going to beat that ET. You got a 4,000-pound tank and you have a... I, I, I'll bet the next time you take that car out, you hurt the engine. Oh, man. That's not fair. Why would you wish that upon me? I didn't wish it. I didn't wish. Not, that was not a wish. That was a bet. No. Because, okay, so here's, as Logan likes to say, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. <clears throat> we took this car to the dyno. So, Robert of Force Performance. Robert Young! Force Performance Turbo Chargers! Shipped out a not just one, but two turbos, uh, yes. and said, hey, run these things through the rigor. So Sunday of two weeks ago, we took this car, Killface, my car, six-liter LS, uh, bore 10 over, rods, pistons, forge crank, turbo 400, took it to the dyno, and we ran two of Robert's 88-millimeter turbos on the thing, one of which is actually a prototype to see which one would shine above the other. Uh, I got some good data. I'm wrapping up the video. It will be posted tomorrow. Logan's face says he knows that that is a complete and total Complete lie, dude. Lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Sometimes. God, no, dude, no. You know what? I'm taking a stand live, bro. <laughs> I'm going to put you, I'm going to put your head in the guillotine. Hey, Robert, what's up? Name's Rye. We'd love to work with you. What's that? You're going to send me a couple turbos? I'm going to make a video for you. Sick. You know what? I need to insert the SpongeBob 17 years later. And then the video <laughs> drops and it's like, is this even relevant still? God, yes, it, you run the dyno a month ago. Dude, it's coming. I wasn't on the dyno a month ago. Anyway, so we take Robert's turbos, two of them. His I'll FP check the date while you talk. FP488 and then uh, his HD88, which is the Happy Dragon 88, which is yet to be released. Take the car to the dyno. We get to the dyno and when we put the transmission in the car before even arriving to the dyno, we wanted to check the pressure on the case. Uh, and it was a little bit lower than what the trans builder wanted to see. So we show up to the dyno and we try to shim the pump on this thing. Basically drain the fluid out of the pan, drop the pan, drop the filter, and then remove a snap ring. But everything's stuck. This whole boost valve, shuttle valve, whatever the hell it is, is all stuck up inside of this thing. I literally lost two snap rings inside the case of the transmission 
had to drive to the parts store. So all rather we're off to a great start to go get a magnet to fish these stupid ass snap rings out. Um, my anxiety is at an all time high. Like the dyno drives my nerves to the moon. Like I'm shaking. Like it, it's, you know what I'm talking about. No, and I don't. I don't because I've went through the worst thing that could ever happen on the dyno. So now I'm just immune to it. I, and by that, I mean, I hide in the next room every time. There's a heavy <laughs> I feel like I've gotten to that point at this, at this time in my life. But like, dude, I was shaking so bad. I couldn't even get the snap ring in. My buddy, Paul Powell, who tuned the car and ran the dyno. Yeah, exactly. What your camera looks like right now. That's exactly what I was trying to do. I was shooting snap your face is gonna look like when i drag you next year dude i was shooting snap rings like they were coming out slingshots all over trying to put this thing back together say that five times fast couldn't get the (laughs) no couldn't get the valve out so we ended up just like saying fuck it put it back together um filled the car up with trans fluid and i literally dumped a quart of trans fluid on the turbo kit because of my shaky ass hands and my anxiety And, and i don't know what it what has changed in the past couple years but my anxiety is like at an all time high here lately. It's all the pressure of having to stand up to what I've already done. I think <laughs> I wish, cause it's, I, I would, it's not that it's, my it's like thing. What, we talked about it last, last podcast, automotive anxiety. Like I don't when, have it. I'm when, perfect. Does, when does it go away? I don't know that it does, especially I, when never had it. I don't know what it's like. You're like, God dang liar. I'm the toughest man that's ever been alive in the history of humans. <laughs> so you can write there and jot that down. <laughs> so we put the car on the dyno. Can and I made- tell my version of the story? Because I feel like mine's way more entertaining. You're going to hate it, but I'm going to love it because it's just me making fun of RJ Moore for about six hours. We can riff back and forth. We're not even to RJ yet. Oh, good. Okay. Tag me in when that comes because I got some shit to get off my chest. I will. And you know, he's not watching the live feed anyway. So I didn't I'm mean to interrupt. Go he's- on. He's not really a good friend. He let me borrow a transmission, but that doesn't make him a good friend. Yeah, because he but, tried to kill you. So, <laughs> that's fair. So, we get the car to the down. Dude, we make seven poles and on like four and a half pounds of wastegate pressure, like just basic boost. Car makes 512, put 10 pounds of CO2 pressure to the wastegate, and it makes 912. And I almost shit my pants like on the spot. Why? And then at that point, well, because why, why, why? Because I was not expecting that at all. And the power, he was scared of the, scared of the power. No, it's not scared of the power. Like it was, crazy. I did not expect the motor to respond that way. When like so dealing with so this guy Paul Powell in uh, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. Um, this dude has done Bonneville. He's been two hundred miles an hour in Bonneville. He's done. I don't know how many multiple drag racing cars and, and he, he's gone very fast. He's been doing this for a very long time. He has a uh, degree in automotive engineering. The dude knows his stuff and translates all that to tuning. And I quickly realized, I don't know Idiot. half of what I thought I knew about tuning and the car is a completely different animal. So Ended up belting out 1,100. I'm rounding that number up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was about to call you out, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I made 1,092 Good. Horse I'm right. I had the text up. I was waiting for you to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that lie-ass statement. 1, I'm like 1,400. If it was, if it was negative 1,200 DA, it would have been like 1,700. made 1,092 horsepower on Paul Powell's Dynocom Dino, and I've heard... And I hate, I hate using this excuse. It's not only think it's an excuse. To, not, don't even say it. Don't say it. Don't, hey, don't say it. Just don't say no, it. I'm, I'm going to because I know some of the other cars that have been on that dyno and then have been on the same dyno that I've been on. And I know that's a stingy number. Why don't you just but, say what the fuel flow was? Uh, me and Robert Young of Force Performance. You mean uh, the guy that's way smarter than you and more attractive? Absolutely. He's a good looking guy. He is. Just gonna throw that out there. Every time I look at him, I just get a little saucy. You know I'm I mean? not really long one for like long hair, but oh my god, he pulls it off. Yeah, really also, does. at this point, I'm so comfortable with my sexuality. I think I can openly compliment other men on a day to day basis and not Absolutely. be accused of anything more than just being a nice guy. What do you think? What do you think his hair smells like? Ooh, do you I think don't know. He, do you think he Pert goes plus. like per plus? Dude, get out of my head. Per plus. Get out bro. of my head. Per plus, bro. Per plus. 
You know why? Per plus? Because you can get it at a gas station or a Walgreens, and that's like the only two places <laughs> I think he shops. It's like six bucks at the gas station. Yeah, it's like free at the Walgreens. They got it on sale today. All right. I was going to say, do you think it's like per plus, or do you think it's like some like it's, exotic? Like, I bet it's like a two-in-one. He's like, I, they try to get you with a double bottle, but I'm going to yeah. buy the two-in-one. It smells like cedar and acorns. I was supposed to talk to Robert the other day. I told him, hey, we need to talk about a turbo for the S14. And he's like, cool, call me Friday at this time. And I just totally forgot. <laughs> and I texted him. I'm like, yeah, it's my bad. He didn't write me back, so I hope he's not mad at me. So you made 1092 on a stingy dyno on a turbocharger that's going to impact the LS turbo world very soon. Yes. And you so took we, it to we, the track. And how fast did it go? It, it didn't. It oh, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't go. It didn't go. It didn't go. And, uh, this okay. Is wiping, this is me wiping tears from my eyes right now. Is that what it is? Tears of happiness or sadness? <laughs> Extreme sadness, dude. This week has been nothing but depression. Automotive depression. That's the name of this episode. Last week was automotive anxiety. This is automotive depression. I feel great. At. I don't feel depressed. I feel like we have to. How about? How about rise pissed and Logan's whatever. You know why? You know why I'm cool is because I parted my car out. The stress is so far gone. Yeah, I, so I, nice. I I totally see what you're getting on about at this point. It's I'm, sort of like a uh, oh, why did I, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> the whole drive home from Rockingham, I was like, maybe he's onto something. Maybe he's got it. Yeah, put a <laughs> stick shift and a single on my car and like let yeah. it eat. Maybe I'll just uh, you know just all this nonsense and just go back to bullshit man dude i tell you what dude <clears throat> let's talk about rj Moore. okay so we go to the dyno we make 1092 to the tire with robert young's actually like oh, the, let me let me talk about the i'll just save it for the youtube video. if you want to see what the, the turbo comparison you're never going to put a youtube video up so it doesn't matter just do it now i'm going to but watch the youtube video for the turbo comparison we so made mad. 1092 to the tire with <laughs> robert young's 88 millimeter turbo on a what i am going to call and i'm going to stand by this a conservative dyno and because it's a stock block i was like we're not going to push it further than this i'm totally why don't we, why don't we put it on a dyno jet and just end that debate do you, who's got a dino jet that I can use? I don't know. Just use Google. You're close to whatever. And I'll pay for the hour of dino time it takes you to blow your car up. I'm, I'm totally on board with this. Let's do this it. This is good. We could do like a low, like a low voice is dinner it, theater type deal. Is it AMSR or ASMR? Which one is it? The night rode in and the clapped out boys got close to the microphones. What are they talking about? Like you can hear like... That's a thing for some people. Like, you know, that's an actual thing, like mouth noises. No, I don't know that it's a thing. Where this is not, what's the video? What's the old granny that used to play with sex toys on late night TV? What was her name? Oh, I almost said Dr. Phil, but it's not Dr. Phil. No, that was a different type <laughs> of sex show. What's wrong with you? Matt Gallagher just said, Rise story, sleepy face. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tell the story differently. You guys ready? <laughs> He's mad. Look how mad he is. It's cool. Get, get pissed. Gets pissed. It's Matt Gallagher. I'm not mad about anything Matt Gallagher says. Oh, cool. So I'll just, I'll just, I got it from here. All right. I'm going to be Rye. Squid. I'm going to be Rye. Rye, you be Logan. Oh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Oh, all right, Rye. Dr. Sue. That's who it was. Dr. Sue. Dr. Sue. Good call. I need you to be Logan. I'm going to be Rye. You ready? Yep. All right. So. Welcome to the Clapdown Podcast. Fans. Today's going to be awesome. Rye stories suck. I'm a, I'm mad. <laughs> I don't like when Logan does fun things. I'm good. My car's not streetable because I don't want to spend the time to refine the combination. So I'm just going to part everything out and make a bunch of noise. Chris Farley is my hero. I'm just going to sit here cross-armed and mad. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to fast forward this story because I, I want to get to the point where you got sabotaged by RJ Moore. So, Ryan puts his car in the dyno. He makes 1092 to the tire. They pull the transmission out to refine it, add a little bit of sauce to it. They put the transmission back in the car. Transmission's jacked up. Doesn't work right, so they got to pull the trans back out. Rye, in a, in a panic, posts up online, Dear humans, I need a TH400. Who's got me? And guess what? RJ Moore posts up, actually just tells you, hey, you can have my trans. I assume the exchange was, 
two tuggies and a kiss on the cheek. You can borrow my trans. You were like, absolutely. That's a cheap deal. I'll take it. You drove out there 17 hours oh. to his house. You picked up his transmission. You put it in the back of your truck. The trans has got 27 strip bolts out on it. It's leaking fluid out the box. It's full <laughs> of brown fluid. You don't care. You drive all the way to the track, 14 more hours of driving. You're tired. You're sweaty. You don't know up from down. You put the trans in the car. You go to drive it. And the ah! it's, shaking. it's shaking your teeth out of your face. So your teeth are shaking out of your mouth. And you decide, oh, cool. You call RJ. Hey, RJ, you trying to kill me? And RJ's like, damn it, dude, Logan. They figured it out. And I'm like, damn it. All right, it's whatever. And then you decided maybe I shouldn't race on this transmission that feels like it's going to snap my teeth out of my face. That's fair. Yes! Boom! Fair assumption. That's, a fair <laughs> That's good. So what did we learn from this process, Ryan, in terms of preparing for a track day? Uh, well, first thing I just learned is that we have only been in this podcast for 19 minutes and you just destroyed all the time that we had to no, come up with this something is, for an hour. Your version. And then... Uh, um, <clears throat> What did I learn about the transmission thing? I've well, learned in your text message, you said you texted me and you said it made 1092 and the converter is not happy. What did you mean by that? So as the, as the power went up, the mile an hour was going down. Uh, and you'll see that in the video when I post it next in two months. And <laughs> so the, the mile an hour was going down as the power went up. So the converter was like kind of slipping. Um, so I, I don't, Dusty Bradford actually got into this the other day on a Facebook post. Mm -hmm. um, and his commentary, I wish I, I should have saved it, but his commentary was, "Do you cannot look at dyno data for converter slip. You have to go to the track to figure it out. Obviously, you didn't get to the track, so it's really hard to, yeah. <clears throat> to discern what is what. But I'm trying to find this post because it's pretty damn insightful. So, so we had, after the dyno, we had, we discussed like possibly sending the converter off and tightening it up. But what we wanted to do was adjust the transmission, the, the case pressure, to give it a little bit more holding pressure. And that's, that was what the original intention was. So we ripped the transmission out, took it to the tranny builder, and he shimmed the pump, the, the regulator on the thing. And when I put it back in the car, the pressure pegged a 300 PSI pressure sensor. It was just, it was through the roof. I'm like, this is not right at all. Tires. If it great. pegged a 300 pressure sensor, what was the pressure actually? Yeah, who knows? So they were estimating like uh, six to seven. So I ripped the transmission out, took it back down there. The, the transmission has been out of this car literally four times in a week. Just for um, a variety. I found Dusty's of post, by the way. Let me read this out. <clears throat> it's a comment. It's actually a post that got put up. Um, Matt Riddell posted... Dusty Bradford, not bad for 14% converter slip. I think over the winter we'll need a PTC to respect this unit, blah, blah, blah. Dusty wrote, you do not restall a converter based on dyno info. Dynos will show high slip and the power numbers will be skewed because of converter flash. Track data is all you want to use for converter evaluation. Right. Um, when I went to dyno my car too, uh, and this is a question I have because I don't know how you dyno your car, but... I was dynamo it like a stick shift car. So I like, I'd get into high gear at like 1200 RPM. I just mash it. <laughs> like, that's what, that, that's yeah. what we're doing. We were, we were starting to dyno pulls at 2200 and then just laying into it. Right. Yep. So Dusty hit me up and he was like, you don't want to do that. He, uh, and I could pull the exact messages, but his advice was to roll into it and then lean into the throttle <laughs> as it started to flash simultaneously instead of just whacking it at low RPM. And, that helps prevent a lot of that converter flat because I would, it would flash and show a fake number every time it would spike hard and come down. Yeah. I, I'm so we, we did it both ways. Like I was at first before Paul who owns and operates the dyno told me like I was rolling into it, like rolling into it at 38, 3,900 and the mile an hour on those poles were lower. And then as we started getting into the power, he goes, I don't want you to like roll into it at that. I, and he goes, I just want you to like just slam it at like 24, 2500. And mm -hmm. that's what I started doing because it helped it. What that did was it helped it make the boost sooner. So we got it, it but we weren't worried about the converter. We were worried about the fuel map. He goes, I want to see what it's doing down low. Like I want it to make more boost down low vice you know, you roll into it at 3,400. It's not going to make full boost until four. But if you roll into it at two, it'll make it at three or whatever. So 
that's that was the reason behind that. Um, the, the transmission stuff, we're just like, this is all kind of secondary. We really felt like it was rolling through the converter, but we had zero intentions of changing anything on the converter before we went to streetcar takeover this past weekend. Our plan was simply to shim the pump to bump up the uh, ability for the transmission to hold a little bit of pressure. And um, shit happens, man. It just it just kind of bit us in the ass. The, the, yeah. we, we took the transmission out. And it was, should have been a simple procedure. The valve stuck, put it back in the car, pegged the pressure transducer, uh, took it back to the tranny builder. Like Thursday night, he had it back to me Friday afternoon. And he this goes, was like 37 hours of driving for you. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he hands me the transmission. He goes, here you go. Didn't have enough time to go through the whole thing. I'm like, dude, I totally understand. So we're rolling the dice on this. Oh, no. <laughs> I put the transmission in the car on Friday night. We're supposed to be at the track. Uh, by like 10 a.m. on Saturday. So one or two in the morning, I think it was when I, when I was done, fire the car up and it pushes like a quart, quart and a half of fluid out of the dipstick tube all over the turbo kit. I'm like, what the hell? Sam, fire the car up again, does the same thing. And I'm like, that's it, we're done. And like uh, I, I made the post on Facebook and Again, shout out to RJ Moore. He no, said, don't you shout him out. He's trying to sabotage you. <laughs> he goes, I got a transmission. You can come and get it. So completely out of our way to get to Rockingham. But I took the car with no transmission in it whatsoever, went and picked it up at RJ's house. He woke up early in the morning, ripped the transmission out of his car. We went to Rockingham, uh, put the transmission in the car in the pits, and uh, it still bit us in the ass. And here's the really devastating part was we showed up to Rockingham at 1130 in the morning is when we got there. Driver's meeting is at noon. I wanted to be in the street racer class. Like, I feel like that is the, the, the pinnacle of streetcar takeover is winning the street racer class, right? You can be the fastest street car. And they said after the driver's meeting, within 30 minutes, they're going to do the required 30, 20, 30 mile street cruise. So we're here with no transmission. There's no way we're going to make that cruise. So now at this point, I'm like, well, fuck it. We drove all this way. Like, let's just do some test and tune, go yeah. and, and, and shake hands with some of the homies and, and, and see our race family or whatever. So we're out on that. Um, <clears throat> bust our ass, put the transmission in the car to try and save, like salvage as much as we can out of the day. And when I took the car out for a drive, like, I think I told you on the phone, dude, I felt nauseous. I could barely control what my hands were doing. My anxiety was like through the fucking roof. But Scott's like, just go sit on the trailer. I'll wrap this up and, and we'll get it installed. Get the car, the transport in the car. And he goes, all right, take it out. Just go cruise it. Clear your fucking head. Go chill out. And the whole time I'm driving it, one, it's, it's smoking like, like Cheech and Chong are sitting inside of the car because it dumped two quarts of tranny fluid on the turbo kit the night prior. And then two, it is shake, rattling, rolling, like chitty, chitty, bang, bang, like the vibrate. I couldn't look, none of the rear view mirrors were even useful. It was just vibrating that bad. So I bring it back. I'm like, dude, something is not right with this thing. It's vibrating like crazy. It feels like something's out of balance out of the motor. I felt that before, but I know it's not the motor because on the dyno it was perfect. So Scott's like, can I drive it? Scott, hey, Scott Peck called it out. Heavy dehydration. I bet you hadn't drank anything but like monster and energy drinks that whole time too. That's that's fair. You got to think. Like, I don't mean to offshoot you right shout now. Out, but just, shout out to Scott Peck because he came out to the track. I haven't seen that kid. I say kid. He's older than me, but I haven't seen that dude in years. And we're laying under the car and he shows up. He's like, hey, anybody need a hand? And I stick my head out from under the car. And it's my homie that I ain't seen in a hot Yo, dude, minute. just like really quick, Scott Peck is like a way, way, way more attractive version of you. <laughs> Yo, Scott, what's up? Just add you as a friend on Facebook. Just like give me, give me the DMs, Scott, dude. <laughs> Scott's a dude. Okay, if you guys are going to be in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, Scott, put us in the comments and tell us when the war run's going to be. He's the dude that's put on the event where I was supposed to race mini bikes. Yeah, he's really attractive, dude. Just he's a good dude. Up. That's a homie. So – he came by and he was helping us out, handing out tools and stuff like that. But he saw, He's a fact, <laughs> dude. He saw me like I'm not no bullshit. Like probably my lowest of lows at that point. November seventh, by the way. 
November 7th, War Run, yeah. Wilmington, North Carolina. If you're into Choppers, Harleys, Wil- like, uh, I said Wilmington, mini bike races, come to the War Run, November 7th, Wilmington. But, hey, um, Doozer makes a good point, too. Probably that 600 PSI line pressure, the converter pushing on the flex plate. Real quick, did you drain the oil out of Kill Face yet? Not yet. That's on the schedule for tomorrow. Oil pressure has not changed, but I am going to check that. That's been one of my concerns as well. Typically... Yeah. If the thrust takes a whack, oil pressure won't change right away. Yes. Yes. So I hope it's not that. However, Same. I wouldn't mind taking the 2020 crown. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we toss this transmission into the car, take it out and drive it. And it's just, it's trying to shake my teeth out of my head. And I'm like, we, we can't race this. We just can't. So yeah. we, we parked it. I busted my ass to try and make it happen, dude. But, and here's the thing that pissed me off is so i was like screw it let's go watch some racing right so we went and sh- talked to you know we talked to justin keith uh he put on an amazing event streetcar takeover is a super awesome event if you guys can go out and make it there uh talk to uh, the rest of the racing family david farlow ended up winning his class walked over to john dock gave him a hard time um brett linville in the stick shift class with his beautiful c6 God, that vet is so sick it's rowdy it looks so good dude that and, car looks so good and met a few new people uh i think it's steven floyd green 0304 i don't know if it's 03 or 04 cobra yeah yeah I, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm talking about i saw yep. this car roll by and i'm like i heard it and i'm like that's a six sounding car and then i saw the tin soldier sticker on the car and i'm like yep. i have to go talk to this dude and walked up to him, and immediately he's like, hey, Ryan. I'm like, uh, do I know you? Like, I'm yeah. sorry. He goes, no, I'm a, I'm a podcast fan. I think we're friends on Facebook. And I was like, I had to walk over just because this car is amazing. And, and seeing Tim Soldier's work in person. It's so is... shitty. He, they're so bad at what they do. <laughs> no. Like, I'll call no. out. I'll call no, anyone. No, 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 no. Tim Soldier's. I'll, let's have a weld off. Me versus you guys. I bet I could build a chassis way up more unsafe and terrifying. Dude, I told Stephen Floyd, I'm like, this is the only Coyote-powered car that I've ever said the exhaust note sounds good on. Because it is an absolute – it's a work of art. And it's a six-speed car. Here's it's the thing. I so hate, beautiful. I hate lime green. I think it's so tacky. His car looks so freaking good, dude. I don't like lime green, and it looks – I don't even know what you call that color code, but it looks so sick. He did a hell of a job on that. I don't know who painted it, but whoever did, it looks awesome. In that's person, paint. There's not, that's not wrap. That's got to be paint. It's paint. In, in person, it is. Uh, there he is. He's in the comments right now listening. And in person, that car is yeah. absolutely incredible. It was so good. That, like I literally I went and got Scott from Drag Week. I'm like, you have to see this thing hey. like, in person. <laughs> Speaking of paint. Doozer's in the podcast as he regularly is. What's up, Doozer? Have you seen Doozer's new paint? Is it the he says brown is tacky AF? I'm assuming Dude, is it root beer I, brown? It's it's sick. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Doozer's a, just a piece of shit human, and I hate him. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding, bud. I love you. Um, let me. I'm gonna tag you in the post. It's and then you can put it up on if you want to share screen and put it up. It's, yeah. It looks sick. So he just – the car was blue before. Sub-Zero was the name of it. I don't know what he changed it to. Probably Turd, turd Burglar because it's brown. Turd Ferguson. El Turd Arino. But, dude, it looks sick. It, the color, it did turn out awesome. I'm stoked for him. It's got uh, new Haltech Nexus on it and, and a bunch of other goodies, but it's badass, dude. I hate how much I like the color code oh that's sick okay hold on yeah share it up so doozer had the car painted um again he's a terrible person but his car looks pretty good nesquik or bobby brown those are the two names nah (laughs) sorry it's a big hat it's funny it's turd ferguson turd ferguson's definitely gotta be the name for that one it's gotta be turd ferguson i mean it looks good what do do you what do you call that let's hey let's name doozer's car on this podcast episode i've wanted to paint my car root beer brown Go back to the car. I don't care about Blake's wiring. I care about the color of the car. Uh, no offense, Blake. <laughs> um, hit back again to the left. I think there's more pictures of the car. I'm just I'm just looking at that sticker on the windshield right there. Yeah, oh yeah. He's been OG clapped out. I tried to give him half of the company and he didn't take it, so you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we are worth tens of dollars now. You're lost, buddy. 
Oh, no, you can't advertise for Haltech for free. They don't like me enough. So there you go. Boom, yeah, dude, right there. That color is dope. That's sick. Yeah, it did. It turned out awesome. And all like it, it's just the whole situation. It just looks awesome. Earth tones. Earth tones are the way of the future, I feel like. Okay, so what do we name Doozer's car? Because he's going to have to go with whatever we name it. Uh, Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. Yeah, remember that game? I, I do, but I, I don't yeah. know enough. I don't know that enough people will remember it so we can make fun of them. Um, um, all right. In, dirt Ferguson. What about just dirt? Dirt's fair. That's a good one. Yeah. Doozer and dirt. Aaron dirt. Gregory. No, Aaron Gregory's no longer part of this. Aaron Gregory's been fired from the inner circle. Dirty Doozer. Dirty Dirt Doozer. Doozer McDirtington. <laughs> dirt Doozer. Joe Dirt. <laughs> nah, it's, it's too easy, I think. If it's Joe Dirt, it's got to be like a faded superbird or whatever daytona i'll give you 500 dollars cash to buy a replica superbird wing and just drill it into his decklet at the track <laughs> <laughs> how pissed would he get <laughs> just drywall screws yeah that's okay i'm getting 500 bucks for this doo-doozer <laughs> brandon harrington doo-doozer <laughs> doo-doozer <laughs> yo doozer that's it i'm sorry doo-doozer is the name i love it though anthracite blount Blown. Anthracite brown, blah, black. Anthracite brown metallic. It's a Porsche color, but it did mm. turn out awesome. I'm stoked on that. M- mineral gray. Like, I'm sorry, but Doozer is the best name that could have come up with for that. Yeah. Doozer is so, way better. Man, Doozer, I'm sorry, but I really do feel like that's going to stick, but just like your poopy. Doozer. <laughs> All right, we're doing a Doozer t shirt. <laughs> oh, man. I need a cartoon character tryst to make a picture of Doozer's car. I'm just going to type in doo-doo cartoon and see. Oh, no. God, that's the worst. It's too, it's, it's twofold funny because it is. It's, it's, it's all either Scooby-Doo or Baby Shark. So that doesn't no, work. Okay, yeah. How about Scooby-Doo pooping out a Baby Shark? What, what, what if we call his car Scooby-Doo-Doo? Mm, doo-doos are still better. It's kind of, yeah. Doozer is just it works. He's so mad. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna call him. All right, Doozer, get your phone out. We're gonna talk about this. Scooby Doo Doozer. Oh, you're you're you you froze for a second. You think he's Me? gonna answer? He probably will. Doozer. The fuck do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Doozer, you gotta say that's a good name. It's all right. It's gold. It's all right. Okay. So. Fucking 2018, dude. That shit's over with. Which part is over? The, the name of your car. Like, fuck it. Who gives a shit? Dog, you had, a, you, you had t-shirts made that sub, Sub-Zero two years ago. Yeah. Sorry, everybody's at the fucking bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right. I got my free shirt done. Y'all made my money. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put out a Doozer shirt. And all the proceeds will go to paying back the people that you sold Sub Zero shirts two years ago. All right, it's gonna sound like I'm hanging up on you. So anyway, I think the uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, thanks, he's gonna Nick. Get, he's, he's gonna get in the comments it. and just start talking so much shit to me. <laughs> um, Doozer is one of the first people I met when oh, Mister Hanky. Oh, that's a good one. Damn, there's a lot of good poop-related names. But then you got to put a Mr. Hanky sticker on it. But Doo Doozer is, I think it's better. I think Mr. Hanky is still good. All right, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll, I'll make him a Mr. Hanky sticker. Yeah, it's just, I, whatever I could do to make him know his car's a piece of shit. That's just all I want, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the car, it's got so many nice parts on it. He said, sick dick um <laughs> he's got so many nice parts on the car and it's been out of action for the last year and a half and i am excited to see it come back i told him to list it for sale as soon as i saw the paint i was like just sell it right now before it hits the track because you're never going to want to race it yeah it's too nice but yeah man um so we have the sn95 is down when will you have a transmission back in it uh i'm taking the transmission tomorrow to the trainee shop to get rebuilt and then uh, I'm going to start combing over the local uh, schedule of races and events to try and get this thing out. Dude, it's, I, I had so much confidence in the car after I left the dyno 
and we talked about this like how like my like the anxiety of of you just built this thing and you don't know what it's going to do after the dyno we put 17 dyno poles on this thing 10 of which were north of 900 and i had a newfound confidence in this car and i want that confidence back and i'm i'm out for blood the dude that won the street car takeover street racer class yeah i he's a local kid i know him he he's it's like an 890 car and when he texts me and he's like yo i just took home the the check i'm like god damn it like that's a three thousand dollar payout I bet his transmission didn't shake his teeth out of his face. It didn't. I guarantee you it did. But we sat there and watched the first round. Of, me and Scott from Drag Week sat there and watched the first round of the street racer category go down. And we sat there and, and Scott's like, where's the rest of them? I'm like, that's it. And he goes, you got to be shitting me. I'm like, no, I'm not shitting you. And he goes, F this. Let's go load up. So it was a little, again, not mad, just a little disappointed, kind of slightly disgusted. Just I, I can't help but think like, if we didn't fuck with it, if we didn't touch it, would it have been okay? But that's racing, dude. That's what happens. Like, you can't. Well, if line pressure, I don't know, man. I think it might have been a godsend. I really do. I, I don't know enough about the internals of an automatic transmission to make a judgment call on what did go wrong and what happened there. But um, I know that it's way over my head. Yeah. And I know that anytime I've, anytime I've been in the driver's seat and something's felt uncomfortable from the dyno to the street, it's really easy for me to pull my foot out of the gas and just say, all right, let's live to race another day. Yep. But it's, again, it's just like we talked just, about on the phone. I, when I called you after I'm like, dude, it's, yeah. it's, it's shaking my teeth out of my head. And I just don't, at this point I'm so exhausted. Scott was like, if I can get you a turbo 400 here right now, another, a third transmission or and converter, do you want to put it in? I'm like, what's the, at this point, there is no point. Like all we're doing this for is to test and tune. Like, no, I don't want to do it. I, I like I'm afraid. Donnie, I, I do like Donnie Klein's last message on our post, just as a heads up. I agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> What's with the anxiety? Can't beat yeah. Logan's time anyways. You don't worry. Yeah, keep that same energy, Donnie. We'll see. I, my favorite thing about this is I legitimately don't care if you beat my time. I and it don't. means so much to you. That it absolutely just like, does. I have the yes. power. <laughs> feels yes. so good. Yes, it does. I'm it gonna, means I'm gonna fuck around and build it. another car this winter. I'm gonna build the RX-7 all over again it's for like, drag car, <laughs> all over again. It's like you're talking. Like I will build a car and sell it for a ten thousand dollar loss just to put you back into a precarious position where you yeah. feel the need to. This, this is a true story that I talk, I was talking to Ryan. I'm gonna drive home from work, and um, we were discussing what would happen if he beat my ET. And at the same time, I literally said, hold on. And I hung up on him and I called my, <laughs> <laughs> and I called my buddy Alex and Alex had a starlet for sale and the starlet, I don't know what it weighed. It's like a 1600 pound chassis or something. And he was asking very reasonable money for it. And I literally called him because I was going to buy the starlet that weekend. And I was going to put together a combination just to go like 750 with a car and then just put it all up for sale and sell it and then just bury the et so far that he would have to redo his entire chassis to catch up and it didn't go together and the other thing is like i say bury it go 750 it's not like it's flip a switch and go 750 yeah. that's a very very fast car <clears throat> we're so desensitized by today it's disgusting yeah i'm even if i have 100 confidence in the car i still like if you're like what we talked about last time, if your nerves aren't there, then you're you've become complacent a little bit. I feel like, and yeah. I, I watch uh, uh, what's David Farlow and Eric Gold campaigning that yellow car, and those dudes are out there every weekend, shredding and taking like the first round of they were in small tire. First round, I was like, <laughs> everybody screwed. That car is taking the fucking money home. Here's and, a question go reaction time what's the best light you've ever cut nick i am testing nationals i've never ever 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 had a reaction time worth a damn in the history of me being on the wheel of a car so, on a four tenths pro tree my best reaction time has been uh a 0.08 and it may have no 0.08 sorry okay that's terrible it's not terrible 
I would go 008 because I'm that fast. I, <laughs> I, I may have cut a better one, but most of the heads up racing that I did was no time, no slips for when I was running that little 252 top 10 list. Yeah, a little grudge racer you. I, dude, when I, have you ran on a 4 tenths pro tree? No, I am. I literally have never raced anybody ever worth a damn. So it's a completely different ball game compared to like a regular sportsman tree. Doozer, Doozer, you haven't raced in six years. Talking about ew, go paint your car again and sit on the bench for another year. I'm just being serious. I'm not going to sit here and brag. I went, oh, I went double oh two. Doozer. I love getting him riled up. He'll come back with something. <laughs> He is, Doozer is one of the kings of shit talk retorts, so I expect nothing less than... Oh, I appreciate double, it. I love a good shit talk. Let's go. He said 0028 in the finals versus Jeff Zirkel last time the car ran. So in 2004, Doozer <laughs> went 0028. <laughs> Congrats, Doozer. Nobody cares, racing. dude. I want, my, I want a refund for the blue t-shirt I bought from you. I'm pretty sure your 60 foot on the time slip doesn't go to four digits past the dot, Doozer. So. Yeah, Doozer, you freaking idiot, Doozer, you stupid moron. <laughs> F yourself. F yourself, Doozer. F yourself for the A. Doozer's an F an idiot. F yourself for the A with the D. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to double O 28 our D's in your A for F and us in the A. <laughs> Doozer. <laughs> oh, man. He no, I'm not bragging. Up, yeah. I know double O, double, or no, double single O zero is not, <laughs> that's not a good one. I fully recognize that. Absolutely. Oh, God. Terrible. I love it. The good news is I never have to worry about that. I do this thing where I talk a bunch of shit and then I just never race anyone and it works out really good. You rely on the car to drive around somebody. I could have lifted my hands off the steering wheel the only two passes I made this year and it would have done the same thing. Would have done the same thing. Actually, after the alignment. Before the alignment, I did have to drive that piece of shit. Yeah. It was very terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. I got a question for you, Rye. Yes. All right, I want you to say the first thing that comes to mind when I say this word. Okay. You ready? Ready. Chrysler Sebring Convertible. Uh, Michael Scott, The Office. Really? Yeah, he had one in The Office. And I don't think you watched The Office. You weren't a big fan of it. No, I just couldn't get through the first season. It's really cringy. Yeah. But that's um, what he drove in it. That's my first thing that comes to mind. Doozer just wrote, .030 or faster is what you'll be looking for in heads of competition. Doozer, is that now or back in 2004 when you were racing still? I was talking about DSM shootout, so it's probably 2008. 2004, 2004 5. Yeah. Eight time frame. Speaking, he said no. <laughs> <laughs> Doozer A, Doozer is our Karen. We have our own Karen. His name is Doozer. I love it. Um, speaking of FL2K, Aaron Gregory, a former ambassador of Clapped Out, who has recently been um, put on sabbatical for being a piece of shit, and I hate him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but we fully support your trip your upcoming trip to fl2k <laughs> so he has been uh he's been fighting like hell to get his car down the track i was looking at data logs with hal today from the nexus software and it's crazy man the the sample set of data from the new nexus is wild like i don't i can't either way it doesn't matter i don't know what i'm talking about anyway but looking at all the different um all the different data lines for that's built into the new nexus is pretty wild from g sensor to I don't know, up and down of the chassis, what's that called? Uh, the Y-axis? Yeah, but you call it like the yaw. You're no, a helicopter. Yaw is yaw. this way when you're spinning. But yaw, it's ver yaw. Your ver vertical axis. Yaw. The vertices. Yaw. This is vertical. This is lateral. Lateral side to side. Spell lateral. L-A-T-E-R-A-L. So stupid moron. Boom. Motherfucker. Stupid ass. Anyway. Uh, Aaron is on his way to FL2K with his car. Hopefully he can keep a transmission in it. God knows he couldn't keep a trans in it on the dyno. Uh, it's just like it, it made 1,200, and then the next pull was just like, nope, and it was just done. So he got that thing back together. Pitch. Blake's got me. Blake Bonkowski. Pitch is this. Forward back. It's, it's – Yeah, it, it measures – Pitch is pitch. the wheelie. It, it measures pitch. Okay. It's my fault for not explaining it right, you dick cheese. Um, well, my addictions. You're the I one who can't, just you like can't verbalize what you're trying to I say. Can't. There's a lot of things I can't verbally do. Um, but yeah, looking at some of that data is crazy because I don't. I never had to look at data because off the trailer I went faster than you, so I never had a reason to go back through any of my data. <laughs> but um, I still remember Streetcar Takeover where you're like, "Are you gonna look at that data?" Nah. 
I didn't bring a laptop. <laughs> I didn't care. My I two, lost my car my off the red limiter. Seventy two hundred. I raced Cletus, and I got in the beams, and I thought I was on two step, and I was on the damn red limiter. <laughs> I am not a good racer at all. That's why I'm part of the car out. I'm not good at this. <laughs> this is not. Hey, I'll be honest, guys. I know when to hold them and when to fold them. Uh, Shania Twain taught me, and uh, I'm folding them on this one. That's not who sang that. Yeah, it is. Definitely, definitely. Uh, it's the same song where she says, "Say so you're a rocket scientist." Uh, that would be. That the... don't impress me much. Dee, dee, dee. No, you're thinking about the Gambler by Kenny Rogers. No, absolutely not. I know my country music. And I didn't. No have to, to I didn't. Them. Did not Google that. No way to fold them. That don't impress me much. Dee, dee, dee. <laughs> That's how the song goes. 100 percent how the song goes. <laughs> I live in. Kentucky. You're combining. Nope. Look. Nope. Listen, man. Oh, nope. I'm not a big country music fan by any stretch, but you're combining Kenny Rogers, a legend, with the Canadian See You Next Tuesday, Shania I, Twain. Uh, I, just want you to, I, don't, I just want you to watch it, okay? Because if anything, I'd call her country music share, mm. and it's pretty annoying to me that you'd even try to slight her by calling out her home country of Canada. It's ridiculous <laughs> to me, and you will not insult Shania Twain senior like that ever again oh should i just senior it, so you it, got a sa95 and it's lower than low gains that don't impress me much <laughs> burp, 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 burp. hey here's a quick question why what? here's a this is clapped off topic by the way we're in the second half yeah we're way out topic. in left field at this point okay here's a question shania rogers <laughs> 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 all right here's a question why in modern culture, in pop culture, in modern culture, oh, this is going to get deep. Probably political, too. I'm really excited for this one. Oh, yeah, it's me, too. Yeah, let's dive in. Both feet, concrete shoes, bottom of the river. Kill our careers before it starts. Yeah. So Cancel why culture. is it that in, in popular culture, in modern media, why is it that every, not every, but the majority of unintelligent people are portrayed as Southerners? You ever asked yourself that question? But I don't care. Why does it constantly, why do they constantly put a Southern accent on unintelligent people? You ever wonder that? I don't know. No. It's pretty I mean, ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah. Usually that's like, like that's your. Yeah. Hmm, I don't it know. hits you like a ton of bricks when you really think about it. Cause now I've, I've seen some people make some like, okay. So your favorite show that I've still not watched letter Kenny. Those guys are from Canada Canadian. or Canada. Uh, and they're portrayed as kind of dumbasses, like stereotypical mm -hmm. dumbasses. So I would, I'll push back on that a little bit and say that it, it goes both ways. But I, yeah, but I'm talking about US specific. Yeah. So it's a Canadian show, but US I guess, specific, I guess like the Northern US just hasn't gotten the internet yet. No, here's what I think, honestly. It's just like a like two dudes sitting in an ice fishing hut. <laughs> dudes are because they haven't met Logan's dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Oh, so, oh, don't you know? They're just up there like... Oh, I, don't you know, eh? <laughs> ice fishing and Oh, drinking, what are you talking about? Dr drinking uh, fucking Molson. I don't know. I don't know. I'm cool with it. But so I've dug into this a lot. And, and it's something that's, it's when I moved to Kentucky from Chicago, I, I, I had the impression that Southerners were just dumb and you hear banjos in the, in the woods, you run away yeah. uh, because it's ingrained in you in pop culture that if you're in the South, <clears throat> you're a moron. You know what I mean? Like it, that's a really rough way to put it, but pop culture likes to paint the South as unintelligent, uneducated backwoods rednecks. Like that's right. what they paint the culture as. And some of the most intelligent people I know, and some of the most uh, forward thinking people I know are from the South. So when I take a step back, you have to ask yourself from a societal level, what is, why has that happened? Why have they tagged, tagged unintelligence, unintel? Why they tag no smart with this accent here? <laughs> Spulius Caesar's Deliverance ruined the rep of the South. The movie Deliverance. Yeah. That's, that's a fair point. It definitely didn't do you guys any favors. I, I would, I would think it's Hollywood, like Hollywood and the media. And, and it's just like everything else, man. Hollywood and the media is ruined. Because, like, think about, okay, um, big... Kenny Harper, Florida is all he had to write. <laughs> Florida man. Like, type in Florida man on whatever date, <laughs> and then you're going to find some ridiculous article. Florida man robs a gas station with an alligator. Like Steve Vetter brought up a good point. Lots of Southerners call themselves dumb hillbillies, even though they're intelligent. Yeah. And I think, I think that's ingrained in, cult, in their culture from a, like, 
we're the underdog standpoint. Like, because pop culture looks at Southerners in a, in a lot of negative lights. Country music is not mainstream. Up Like, in Chicago, the only time country music is worth a damn in Chicagoland is if, um, like, a giant outdoor festival comes to – I forget the name of it. There's a giant outdoor country festival, and every girl and their sister puts on a yeah. pair of country boots and goes out to it. And it's like, we love country music. But every other day of the week, they're at the club listening to, puta, 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 somebody <laughs> scream. <laughs> But then you listen to country music and it's like, I love my doggy and my farm and I love mudding with my truck and beer. And then it just, you listen to like, everybody get naked. It's two different. I, but I don't think it's just this. Okay. So it's not just the South that deals with those stereotypes. So think about if I say Ooh, easy, hang on, hang on. Describe me somebody from New Jersey. I can't. I don't answer the phones when it rings from somewhere in New Jersey. They're very mean people. Mm. So the Jersey Shore yeah. made everybody think that everybody from Jersey is a Guido. You know? No. Well, okay. okay. I, have a, I have a different opinion there. Everybody from Seattle, Washington is like the Cobain. founder. Cobain. Yeah, and our founder of Starbucks. They wear a beanie in fucking June. Like, so Jersey and New York, are they remind me the most of Chicagoland people. They're hard-nosed, stubborn. You can't, you, you, it's very hard to tell them. They've already, if they've already made up their mind about something, it's really, really hard to change their opinion on anything. Um, and I've had the most scammers from a business standpoint come from the, you know, New England area. And I don't know why. I have no idea. But many lost packages, many scammers, many BS. Like, I do not like dealing with New York and New Jersey because I've been screwed so many times by the people mafia. from the States. The mafia. They're all about scamming yeah. people. At least Al Capone had standards. Just, you know what I mean? They're just shaking people down all the time. I believe a wise man once said, Ho exactly does a posi track. I think he meant how. But I like ho. <laughs> <laughs> ho exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's something that's always kind of dug under my skin is like, why, why do we, every time, even I do it, I do it secondhand. I'm just like, well, I don't know what to do. And it's like, why did I just <laughs> use that accent for that? I, I, I see what you're saying that like a lot of so I'm North Carolina native here, we have Duke university. That's, is that an Ivy league school? I don't know if that's yeah, considered it's like, an Ivy league. like Duke, a, Purdue, Brown. Yeah. It's a pretty mega school, you know, North Carolina's got some pretty damn big universities here. I just pictured your college, like your, I just pictured your college essay trying to get on at Duke. Hey, what's up? <laughs> you guys got a pretty mega awesome situation. <laughs> just wondering what's going to come good. over here and be mega with you. It's like love Rye or whatever. LOL. Let me be clear. It's mega, not MAGA. I know you guys ain't about that. So not into politics. Just want to (laughs) scope, scope the frats, drink some beers. Just want to see what's good. So what's good? Can we switch the unintelligent accent to dumb frat boy, please? Oh, dude, totally. Oh, basically what what you sound like. We talked about that episode of Workaholics with the dude, the frat guy. Like, put this in your south mouth. I can't. I can't. I can't. That guy. I can't. Damn, Terrence Daves called me out. You are one of the honest Jerseyans, bro. I just shipped him a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I just shit all over you. I didn't mean to. But it was not my intention. You were one of the good ones, bud. Yes, Terrence, you're the exception, not the rule. Yes. We have uh but either way, that was clapped off topic. Back clapped on topic. We have all we have thirty three people that are waiting to see the unveil of our new apparel. Yes, here we go. New t-shirts have been arrived, have arrived. This is the first color shirt that we've done. Hold it closer to the camera. I want to see my wonderful design. Man, I'm so terrible at what I do. These are the clapped out retro. You can't really see, but the they're, I can't, I'm trying to get the precision guesswork in there. It's kind of tough. There we go. Precision. Yeah, you can see it on the website, clappedout.com slash store. Store, 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 store. Clapped out shirts. And I am currently working on cutting this series. I we gotta come up with what to call these things. Inspired by all your favorite retro video games. If you're a gamer in the late '80s, early '90s, these are gonna be sold in sets of three, just like this. You got Contra, you got Metal Gear Solid, you got the Nintendo OG logo. I don't know that um, we're allowed to say all those on the air, but I, I don't we give are. a rat's ass. But these are gonna be posted up on the website starting 
tomorrow. Uh, multiple colors. Everything's going to be available. I'm going to continue to cut these out. So how many t-shirts do we have left after pre-order sales? That's a really good question, Logan. I'm glad you asked because I don't know. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but all this stuff is going to be up on the, the site tomorrow. So if you haven't ordered t-shirts, there's still plenty available. And there's going to be a plethora of new stickers available tomorrow in a variety of colors that I'm currently cutting tonight and tomorrow, putting them all up. So, uh, Rye, when are you going to drop a new video? Because I wanted to harass you. Also tomorrow. This. I got a lot of stuff going on tomorrow. Mañana <laughs> for you Spanish-speaking listeners. Hola, me amo es Logan. No, the whole Hello. dino fiasco. I was going to do two videos. My plan was to do dino and then the track, but the track obviously didn't really come to fruition. So I'm just going to roll those into one big disappointment. It would have been a good video um, if you would have just made it anyway, though. That's, you know what I mean? The trials funny. and tribulations. Yeah. Just admit that you haven't been pulling your sack in this game. I've been pulling my sack a lot. <laughs> oh, pulling my weight. My weight, the weight of my sack. Is that what you mean? <laughs> I, can't, I, can't. <laughs> I can't, dude. So um, I just stopped in to unsubscribe. All right, Nick. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. All right, <laughs> he's mad. He's mad at me. What did I do? Oh, I yeah. He'll you. get over it. Oh, what did he oh do? Matt Gallagher, Battletoad. Good call on the game font. So I've been like trying to find like good video game fonts to make these stickers with. Battletoad's a pretty good one. I just never was a big gamer, so like every time you I show know me, you're dude, not. But there's so many people that are. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, I so. didn't. I wasn't like making a judgment call on your on your Sit choice. Sit down. I stay away. You stay away from the t-shirts. I stay away from your dumb decals. So my awesome t-shirts <laughs> versus your stupid decals. Like I win that fight 10 out of the 10 times. My decals are not stupid, Logan. I know you're fine. You're idiot. Okay. Clapout.com slash store. Bye. Oh, we're done. <laughs> I didn't, 